0: You're listening to the up level your online business show where wealth is empowering purpose is crucial and high vibes are non-negotiable and now here's your host certified business coach and practical woo strategist sarah j larero Welcome back to another episode of the Uplevel, your online business show. This is Sarah. I'm actually recording this from my home in Nicaragua, and this is a very timely episode for me to talk about. It's also likely going to be very therapeutic for me to talk about this entire process and hopefully inspire a lot of you to really connect to what your true paradise really is. And so I'm actually recording this episode about a week before I officially give the announcement that we will be moving from our house, from our quote unquote dream house that we built here about three years ago and why all of that is happening and This has been a long time coming for me. And I think it's very interesting because I fought with (laughs) the idea of moving for a really long time. I didn't want to accept it. I didn't want to accept that that is what I wanted to do. And so here I am on this podcast episode, telling you a little bit more about why um, what's happened in order for me in specific to come to a conclusion with this decision, where we're moving to, what the exciting things are. And of course, like how to apply this to yourself and your life and your business. So I was living in Toronto. So my husband and I were living in Toronto towards the end of 2017. We made the decision that we were just going to quit our nine to fives and pack up all of our things. We had to donate probably like 90% of our things. And I remember very specifically the moment when I put in our 60 day rent notice into our superintendent's mailbox and thinking, holy crap, did I just do that? Like, did we, did we actually just do that? And also going into my HR office and officially leaving my letter of resignation and I remember my HR manager looking at me and he was like are you sure you want to do this because you know we can put you on like some sort of a sabbatical or a stress leave because if you do this this is permanent like you you can't get this position back and although I so badly wanted to just take the sabbatical or the stress leave I knew in my heart that that was not going to propel me forward and that I had to say yes I'm doing this there's no turning back and so On January the 18th of 2018, we actually, the night before that moment, we were still trying to get rid of things. We luckily had some friends in our apartment building. And so I was just going to them and just giving them things like plates and things like, like dry foods. Um, supplements, things like that. Things where we were like, oh, we can probably bring this. And then we're like, we literally have no more room in our suitcases. And so we actually flew into Costa Rica. We didn't fly into Nicaragua because we brought our dog. And um, at that specific point in time, there were a lot of regulations in terms of like temperatures in the cabin area of the airplane. Um, And so San Jose, Costa Rica was a cooler environment. So we actually... Flew to Costa Rica and came to Nicaragua. When we got here, we were living in a house, I kid you not, a house with cracked floors, with no glass windows, and with just a tin roof. We didn't have hot water and we also didn't have a kitchen. So we were making food in my in-laws house for, I think, a good three months. It was kind of insane, but at the same time, when we got here, it was just this immediate happiness. Uh, we had escaped the Canadian winter and now we just had this whole dream plan ahead of us. We didn't have to go into work on a Monday morning, on a Tuesday morning, on a Wednesday morning, on a Thursday morning, on a Friday morning. We didn't have to commute in Toronto traffic, which was for anyone who knows Toronto traffic, it is next level. <laughs> it is apparently just as bad as traffic in LA. So if you're in LA, if you've ever been LA, you can imagine that. And We just didn't have to deal with any of that anymore. And it was so nice. And it was so beautiful just to carve out our own place and our own routine in a a completely new environment. And we've been here for almost six years. And that is really incredible for me to look back at everything and to say, wow, I did it. I made it. I've actually lived here for almost six years now. And we went through COVID here. I got pregnant here. I had, um, our son here and there's just been so many life changes, so many incredibly, incredible life changes. And I remember right after our son was born, we started working on and building the house that we're living in right now, the house that I am recording this podcast episode, um, for you from, I remember ordering my freestanding bathtub and how much of a big deal it was. And, having designed these massive windows in the kitchen and in the living room because it's just so beautiful here. And I wanted to make sure that the house just really exposed all of the beauty of the outdoors. I wanted a house that we didn't need to have a lot of artificial light in. And so the windows are gigantic and all of the windows look out to the beautiful landscape. We also have very high ceilings so that we didn't really need AC units because we're in a fresher area of the country We have so many different birds here. It is just, it's absolutely beautiful. It is such a beautiful place to live. And yet it's also been killing me softly to live here. So how can these two things coexist at the exact same time? How can we have such a really beautiful thing and such an amazing thing? And right beside it simultaneously have something that just does not serve us. And I'm sure that you've been in this place before within your own life. But for me, I just constantly tried to blame it on the current circumstances and not the environment. So I'll give you an example. When I was pregnant, it was, well, I'm pregnant right now. So this is why I'm not really liking this. Maybe, you know, once I have my baby, it'll get better. Had my baby. Okay, well, you know, he's still really young. I was the first year of motherhood was really, really hard for me. So, then I was just like, okay, you know, maybe once we get our other house, it will get better and then COVID hit. <laughs> and then we were stuck here for almost 2 years. We couldn't even go back to Canada because Canada had the mandatory hotel quarantine. I actually didn't go home for 3 years, you guys. 3 years. It was 3 years since I managed to go back home. Most of my family had not seen my son until basically his third birthday. And it was really incredible to kind of just like see these changes and also just like work through them and live through them. And what I started to understand about being here and living here was that I was really just living to work. And at first I thought, okay, well, this is a COVID situation because of everything that was going on in the world. You know, it was also a motherhood situation. So had a really small child Can't really do a whole lot after that. And once COVID ended or teetered off, tapered off, I started to really realize that it wasn't just all of these different circumstances. It was also the environment that I was living in that was really causing me to live this way. And so I'll just kind of give you an example with what quote unquote living this way means. And I think that we can be in the most perfect, beautiful environment, but if we don't have our needs met, And I mean, our needs for connection with other people, our needs for being able to do things recreationally, our needs for like our hardwired need to be able to just kind of walk around freely. There's so many different things that I wasn't able to get. And I started to understand that the reason why I wasn't able to get those things was because of where I was living. And because of the fact that where we live is actually outside of the city, we've only had one car the entire time that we've been here and there's not really any walkability. There's not really a lot of things that I can do that I used to love doing back home. I started to understand after working with a life coach that those things were truly priorities for me and I could be in the most beautiful environment. But if that environment doesn't have the things that help me, be a well-rounded human, that really impacts the way that I live my daily life. And so basically what started to happen to me is that I just started to work a lot all the time. And I love my work. You guys know. And it, it was great. It was really, really great for routine. But then after the routine of work would happen, it would just kind of be like, well, now what? Or if I wanted to take a break in the middle of the day, there wasn't really anything for me to do and not just nothing for me to do, but nothing for me to do that I truly enjoyed doing. I didn't have amenities. I didn't have conveniences. And at first I tried to brush that off or I really just tried to do what the locals do. Cause I was like, well, I can be a local. That's totally fine. I can integrate myself into the local community and I... Although I truly tried that, I realized that where I live and and where where our house is built is truly a monoculture. And so I am so used to being in a polycultural society where there's such a diversification of culture, especially in a place like Toronto. And I'm so used to everyone being so different. And here I am in this environment and this very small city with very, very lovely people, but they all think and act the exact same way. And the way that they think and act is completely different from the way that I think and act. And throughout the process of trying to, of trying to conform, I started to realize that I was becoming very unhappy. I was becoming very unhappy, trying to fit myself in an environment that I I didn't really need to, to fit into and an environment that I truly didn't find enjoyable to fit into on a daily basis. And I think that a part of me is very extroverted and I was really trying to do this because I was just like, nope, there's, you know, there's nothing different about here. I'm just, it's just going to take a little bit more time. And what I didn't really realize is that there are specific things that I need in my life and in my environment to fulfill my happiness that are outside of my family life and outside of my work life. And It took me a long time to realize it, but then I just started to, as I was working, once again, this is why I love coaching so much. As I was working with a life coach, I started to realize, you know, what are the things that I truly enjoyed doing outside of my work? Right? Okay. Well, yeah. Spending time with my husband. Perfect. Awesome. That's done. Spending time with my kid. Great. Okay. But what else? What are the other things that truly set my soul on fire? What are the other things that I truly enjoy? What are the other connections that I truly enjoy having? And I started to realize that none of those existed where I live. And then I started talking to people about it because I thought it was really interesting. I was like, Hey, you know how we have parks in Canada? You know how it's just so nice to go for a walk. You know how it's so nice to just go for a walk on a sidewalk and listen to a podcast. People would be like, yeah. Yeah, I do that all the time. Yeah, I love that. When I go out for a break, that's exactly what I do. I'd be like, yeah, I don't have that here. And isn't that interesting that I don't have that here? And it's even come down to things like, like hiking or going for walks solo. Those are just not things that are recommended for a woman to do, to go for a walk in the woods solo versus I could totally do that back home. And what I started to realize is even things like shopping malls, it's so interesting to me because I used to despise malls when I lived in Toronto and I used to walk through them in the winter because I just, in the winter is really enjoyable to walk in a space that was really warm and had a lot of really nice lights. But for a really long time, I really didn't like malls. And that's because as a child, that's one of the only things that we used to do um with my family as like a a weekend connection. And so I really wanted to be more connected to nature. And it's interesting because now I'm here, I'm in the middle of nature, but now I'm desiring going back into a place where I can walk and I can walk in a really organized way and I can have access to amenities like shopping malls, um, that I just don't have here. It's really interesting because even, even very simple things like Amazon, for example, there's no Amazon. We just got very specific courier services that will allow us to ship from Amazon here. But for the first five years of living here, I didn't, I didn't even have like access to online shopping. And it's interesting because on the one hand, all of those things are just like, yeah, well, you don't really need those, right? Like how, how lovely is it to not be able to online shop? And we think about that as such a blessing and it totally is. But once something is taken away from you, And once something very, very simple is taken away from you. So something like, you know, being able to go out and eat at the restaurants that you truly love eating at, or being out and just going for a simple walk. Once those things are also taken away from you, then you start to understand, ah, those things contribute to my happiness. And that's not even something that I realized. And that's not something that I'd realized that I would miss by being somewhere that those things were taken away. And so one thing that I'd love to just kind of talk about here in terms of how this can relate to you is just really taking, taking a step back from your environment and and really reflecting on it and asking yourself, is this environment supporting my highest good? Is this environment supporting the best possible version of myself that I can be? Is this environment that I'm in truly making me into the happiest, happiest human being that I could possibly be? One really interesting thing about living here is that it really made me wealthy because I could only focus on routine. I could only focus on the routine of going to the gym, doing my yoga practice and working. I've had a nanny here who makes me food. It's been incredible. It's been really, really incredible to be highly productive. Mind you, I could have been highly productive in any other other environment as well, but it just made it a little bit easier living here to be highly productive. But one thing that I truly believe that I just have not been getting where I currently live. And I'm just trying to be completely honest here and like very vulnerable with you because I want you to see that not everything, um, is, you know, sunshine and rainbows. One thing that I truly am missing out on here is human community and a community that really truly helps me to grow and me to grow into the person that I'm meant to be and not a community that, um, although it's unintentional is going to make me conform into something that I'm not. And once I came to all of these conclusions and all of these realizations, I was like, well, this sucks because we just made this really gorgeous home <laughs> and we just, just finished furnishing this home and it has everything that we want. And it has been literally been made for us to live in this home and us to enjoy forever. And so now coming to terms with the fact that, well, I just invested all of this time and effort into this specific place and to realize that I don't actually want to live here is It's actually, it, it's very hard. It was very hard to come to terms with all of this. And that's another thing that I think is really important to note from this episode is don't be afraid to pivot and don't feel, be afraid to let go of something that you thought was the one thing that you truly wanted. I thought that this was exactly what I wanted for my life. And maybe it was, and maybe it it helped. And my husband and I talk about how it worked. It worked for five or six years, and now it's just not working anymore, and that's okay. And we've just outgrown it. And we want to grow into a new environment. We want to grow into a new community, and we want to grow into a, a new place where we can have new experiences, we can have new memories, and we can see where we would lend ourselves better too. And it's interesting because the minute that I stepped foot in Portugal this summer, I just felt this instant sense of joy and happiness of being in Portugal, of being home, of being connected to so many of my family members that I knew. I knew that coming back here, that I wasn't able, I wasn't going to be able to stay here for that long, which I also thought to myself, well, if we made the decision to come here and if we made that big decision to move from Toronto to Nicaragua and we did it and we survived and by doing it, even though everyone thought we were crazy by doing it, we actually grew exponentially. Imagine how much we can grow and how much more we can thrive. If we once again, move from a place where we are totally stable and secure and where, once again, everyone thinks we're crazy. What if we would move from that place and then be able to grow even more exponentially? And so understanding when you outgrow in your environment is just so important. And it's been a process this year because I have expanded my business like crazy And at the same time, I've been mourning this loss of like what I thought that this was going to be as I step into the new chapter of everything that's going to come now that I've fully allowed myself and accepted this decision that I've made, which has been a very hard decision. And like I said, because of how much I've invested in terms of my time and effort here, Sometimes I might feel like it's a failure, especially with my mean girl voice. It might feel like, well, look at everything you did. And at the end of the day, like this failed, you're not going to stay there forever. You, you failed on this one thing. And I mean, I can think of a, a million different reasons why it wasn't actually a fail, but ultimately what I choose to believe is that this is just a stepping stone. And so this was an experience living in Esteli, Nicaragua, was an experience. And it was an experience that I will never forget because it was within this experience that I really allowed myself to grow. And I really allowed myself to focus on my own growth, be it personal and business growth. And so with this next chapter that we're going to embark on for the first time, we don't actually know where it is that we're going to live long-term we have no idea honestly (laughs) there are some days where i think portugal is just the best of the best we need to move there that is where we need to live my parents live there half of the year it's perfect most of my family lives there now easy and then i go to toronto and i think it would be so nice to move back to toronto (laughs) it would just be so nice to be in the middle of the city be have access to all of the amenities oh my goodness it would just be so different from living where we're living in Nicaragua. And then there's other days where I think, Vancouver, oh my goodness, how much would I love to live in Vancouver? There's so much to do there. It's such a beautiful vibe there. It is an absolutely beautiful city, and I'd still be living in Canada. Uh, and so we still don't know where we're gonna land. What we do know is at the end of this year, at the end of 2023, we will be moving to the beach in Nicaragua. So we are gonna be moving to San Juan del Sur. We already have some rentals um, that we have secured there. We have Sebastian's school there. It's very exciting. It's a very exciting next chapter. And it was also, once again, very difficult to come to terms with because, you know, a lot of people thought we were crazy. Like we don't have a mortgage or have to pay rent on our house. And all of a sudden we're going to go out and we're going to pay rent somewhere else. And of course, I mean, my business is, is doing so well that this doesn't even matter. Um, but just interesting how different perspectives work with different people and and what are the things that people truly value in their lives. And I think that a lot of us were raised to value money above all else in our life. But the true thing that I discovered from this whole experience of why am I unhappy? Why is not everything clicking for me? I don't get it. I've been making the most money that I've ever made. I've saved the most money that I've ever, I've ever been able to save. I'm traveling the world. I have a beautiful family. I have this beautiful house. Why what's missing here and to truly dive into that and be really introspective with that and to come out the other side of it, understanding that for my whole life, I was taught to place money on top of everything else in my life and coming to this realization and coming to the realization that the reason why I didn't want to move is because I would have to spend more money wherever I'd move to and how I was prioritizing that above my sense of connection with other people and my environment. Then that's when I knew this goes completely against everything I teach. And this goes completely against the life philosophy that I am trying to live. And the interesting thing is when we chose to live here, when we chose to live in Nicaragua, it wasn't a financially wise decision. Once again, we, we both had stable nine to fives in Toronto. We quit those and we came here for complete lack of stability, (laughs) but we did it because we chose to prioritize our freedom above the potential security of the financial well-being that we had at the time. And through prioritizing our freedom and our happiness, we actually made more financial wealth and more financial well-being and security for ourselves than we could have ever done in Toronto. And so applying that exact same thing to this specific experience is going to be really incredible because once again I'm at the preface of everything that's going on. Right. So I'm pre moving. And here I am with all of the anxieties and all of the fears. And I know that all of you know exactly what I'm talking about, because you can apply this to your business. You're in there with all of the fears and all the anxieties of investing in a new coach or investing in a new program, or, you know, taking your business to the next level. And what I know for certain is every time that I look at things in retrospect, that's when I get the absolute clarity about them. And so I can be here with all of the fears and all of the feels. And based off of my past experiences, I just know and I trust that there is something better out there for me. So I always choose to say this or better. And we, when we focus on the good, the good gets better. And that's truly what I am stepping into as I leave and as we start to pack up our things and leave the home and the piece of land that we've been living in in the past six years in search of the thing that's going to provide us deeper meaning and connection. And, and really, truly it is for me in specific. And what I hope that you can take away from this is it's okay to change your mind. And it is okay to, to take a look at everything that you've built and, and realize and accept for yourself. This does not serve me. This is not what I want. And it is absolutely okay to pivot and redefine yourself. And even as you do that, you have the potential to have everything happen even better. In fact, it's not just the potential, but when you choose yourself and when you choose what really matters to you, and when you prioritize what truly matters to you, I 1000% believe that that's going to open up so much more abundance for you because you're going to have less resistance to what you are currently creating in your life. So I'm going to leave you with that over the next few weeks. You can probably see on Instagram where we're going to be moving to. I am really stoked to be living on the beach. This has been a desire of mine my entire life. Basically my parents are from a beach town in Portugal and it just feels so good to go back home and to just go for walks on the beach. And it's, it's, I know it's just going to be so incredible to go for a walk on the beach and go surfing, And just have that be a daily routine. And I'm also really excited to tap into the local community, uh, down there as well. And of course be trying more international food, which is another really, really amazing hobby of mine. It's something that I, I truly enjoy out of life and the beach community is just going to be another level for us and another experience until we decide where we want to go next. So anyways, that is my announcement I hope that you really connected with this. If this episode meant anything to you, and if you know anyone who you think needs to hear it, feel free to pass it along to them. It would mean the world for me if you did that. And if you hit subscribe, wrote a review, all of that kind of stuff as well. All right. Thank you so much for listening and I will catch you next time. Thanks for listening to the Uplevel Your Online Business Show. If you enjoy our show and would like the show notes and free goodies about how to grow your online coaching business, head over to sarahjlorero.com for more information. We hope you'll tune in next time.